Organize Me Radio, Episode 17, Organizing the Entire House. I'm Naima Ford-Goldson. Welcome to Organize Me Radio. Today's guest is Nitra Rose, owner of Organizing Lifestyles in Houston, Texas. Welcome, Nitra. Hey, Naima. Welcome. I'm excited to be here today. I am so excited to have you and to learn a little bit more about your business. Yes, me too. I'm excited to talk about it. All right. Okay. <laughs> so let's go ahead and jump right in. How did you get your start in the organizing industry? So my start began with, actually, I started the company as an event planning company. So I went to some friends and family because people was like, ask people, you know, what you think you would be great at, right? So I was always great at like planning trips, planning parties, all this stuff. And so people are like, you should be an event planner. And this is way back in like 2007. So it wasn't no hoarding shows, wasn't organizers on TV, any of that. Right. And so I was like, okay, I'll try it. And then I found out that me and brides don't really get along. Uh-oh. <laughs> like, yeah, no, that's not that's not gonna work they like way too stressful and I just like to do my thing and get it done and so I was like that's not gonna work and so then I happened to be visiting my cousin's now wife and so I was like oh girl your closet is junky like you should organize that and she was like why don't you help me so I was like all right fine so I started helping her and a light bulb went off in my head I was like well maybe you could get paid to do this mm-hmm. so I was like okay so I went home did some research I found out about NAPO, which is the National Association of Professional Organizers. And then I went to a local meeting and I was like, oh my gosh, it is people that really do this. <laughs> so, but everybody in my chapter was like married. Okay. And I was single at the time. Okay. I was like, mm, I don't know, can you really make money doing this? So I went and I, um, I signed up for the National MB, uh, Black MBAs they had a entrepreneurship pitch thing that they used to do every year. And so you could pitch your business and then you could go on to the final competition. You could win like $10,000 to start your business. So I said, I'm going to enter this because I want to see if people really are into this, right? Mm-hmm. So I joined the pitch competition. And when I say it was like crazy, people was like, oh my gosh, I need you like right now. I got two radio interviews after that. What? I got clients after that. I was like, okay. And then I went to conference for NAPO. Cause I still had to make sure because you always want to see people kind of like you in the same situation because right. when you married to a doctor and a lawyer listen you got another income when you say right, right. so I need to know this can work <laughs> so I went to conference and there was a lady who was single out of California I think and she did she specialized in moving and she had made over a million dollars in a what? year I said oh, oh <laughs> my kind of business right here all right and I think it was good too because I got to see how different everybody was in the industry so people focus on moving people working with seniors it was like the most creative industry that you could ever be in so I was like why not so I did it so and it actually started during the recession so I had just got a new job you know big income I wanted to get everything and then six months later they were like well you know we're gonna have to close the whole department I was like really oh no I said well go home or go hard so I decided to go hard on my business 
if it didn't work, I could always go back to corporate America. Right. So I said, well, let me see how this works. And it has worked out ever since. So definitely was a blessing in disguise. I love that. I think it definitely takes a certain amount of bravery, you know, to go ahead and push that entrepreneurial button. And like right. you said, if you don't have that support, it's a little scary to kind of just like yes. jump out there. So right, kudos right. to you for doing it and yeah. not looking back because you have a lot of good stuff on your website, you know, yeah. your TV appearances and things like that. So yeah, it's been a lot of hard work, but I've met some great people along the way. So I am, I, I love it. I love it. And the reward that you get from the work that we do is like, I mean, impeccable. Like you cannot even explain it, how we help and change people's lives. So, you know, it's, it's so rewarding in that sense. So tell me about your business. What do you specialize in? So organizing lifestyles. Um, we specialize. One of our big thing is that we try to help clients use their spaces without them thinking that they need to buy everything. So I call that organizing backwards. Okay. So uh, because people get excited, so they get ex they see the shows nowadays. They're they, especially home edit that's out now. Love them to death but everybody's buying products and they haven't even did the edit part. Right, right. I'm like, the edit, you haven't edited yet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you know, that's the main part that people miss. So my big thing in my company is always to show people you have enough space for what you need. It's just that you have put too much stuff into the space. So that's a big thing for me and my business. Um, also, we work with a lot of people that just become overwhelmed. So not hoarders to a sense, but, you know, parents and families who have kids that have left and now they're like, what are we doing with all this stuff? And I don't have time. I don't know what to do with it. So that's kind of the jobs and the things that we like to specialize in and help people with and really show them how to maximize their space by not feeling like you got to go buy all this stuff to make it look nice. Cause you can use what you have. You can use the space you have. It's just a matter of how you're using the space. Right. So how do you show your clients to use the space in a different way? Because like you said, the home edit, Marie Kondo, all those yes. shows that are out and they're like, well, the home edit told me to buy all these clear containers and, and, and organize it in rainbow order, you know? So what do you, what do you tell them? How do you so bring that back down to reality? I got to take you back to reality. because And that's so funny because I was in the container store buying some stuff. And so this lady was in there getting some stuff. Of course, she just watched Netflix. And she's like, oh, I got to get all this stuff from my pantry. I'm going to spend about $1,000. So I'm going to spend 60 now. And then I'm, I was like, I was like, the first thing you need to do is take out all the expired stuff out of your pantry. That's right. Because you're going to clear up a whole lot of space because people forget that things expire from mm -hmm. seasoning to everything. And once they clear out the pantry, you'd be like, oh, this is, oh, I really do have, oh, yes, you have space. Now you can go and buy. She was like, oh, yeah, I haven't done that yet. I probably should. Do yeah, you got to do the edit because even on home edit, they talk about edit first and mm -hmm. then, which is the purging process. So when I go in and I meet with clients at consultation, I always give them a vision based on kind of what they're telling me. So if they're like, oh, I want more space for my shoes and this, and I see that the top of your closet is halfway empty and you just got bags thrown up there, well, there's your space for your shoes right there. Right. You don't have room for your hats. You have enough wall space in here to hang hats. So that's kind of how I go about showing them. You have to look at the space differently versus trying to just be like, okay, that's a shelf. I'm going to just put something on. No, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> So you do a lot of big jobs. How do you navigate through like 
a whole home organization. Like I can only imagine, you know, with some clients who, I mean, there are times where I walk into a client's house and it's like overwhelmed and it's like, okay, where am I going to start? Okay. I'll start here and I'll go around. And, and what do you do? How do you navigate through that? What's your so, process like? So when we do our biggest job, so we have this one big job package that we offer where we come in for two days. It's my entire team of six. We come in for two days. We clear out the whole house. Um, we purge the entire house, every room and the garage. And then it also includes a service that hauls off all the trash. And then we have a cleaning service that comes after we leave to clean up the house. So I, my background is in project management. Okay. So my thing is always having a plan to mm -hmm. go. Now, as an organizer, sometimes you go in with a plan. That plan don't go right. Right. So sometimes I walk in, I'm like, I don't know what the hell we're going to do today. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to get through this, but we're going to, and then people will be like, you can do this in two days. Yeah. We can do this in two days. And I'm saying, <laughs> like, I don't know if we're going to make it for two days. <laughs> but we always make it through. So my plan is always to, because my project management background, then I always take the areas that have the most stuff in them, because those are spaces we could use for sorting later. So we go to the biggest areas like the garage, um, if it's the closet or if it's the kitchen, the ones that have the biggest mess in those areas and we tackle those first. And then we start on one side of the room and we work our way around like in a circle or uh, kind of parameter. So we don't go up, down, we start at the bottom and then kind of work our way around um, to get through the space, sort everything, have the client go through and make decisions and then they move to the next space. And then we kind of organize the next day because I always tell clients the organizing is the easy part. Like, it is nothing for us to go in here, put this together, put some pretty labels, some being Like, that's the easy part. You making decisions is the hard part. Right. Because that's a whole therapy session sometimes. Oh, <laughs> tell me about it. So, so, you know, I make them aware of that from the beginning. You know, it, don't look at it as us taking up time. Because if you start having to tell us a story about everything you pull out of this cabinet, then we got to listen to the story. You can't be like, you know, like pushing you along or, you know, we have to go along with what you're doing. Like I had a client cry once over some plates because she had five dish sets. And so she just started crying. And she was like, well, I'm from New Orleans and my house got flooded. And then my auntie, this was the first set she bought me. And I'm just rubbing her back. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Okay, now make a decision because it's only you and your two kids now. So, and then another plate set came from like a marriage and she was divorced. I was like, you didn't know what that's it. Like, let it go. Like, <laughs> You know, it's just a, a process. So we kind of get through those large spaces by um, definitely organizing and having a plan of how we're going to attack the space, mm -hmm. uh, which is usually just those, you know, those individuals in there taking one section at a time and clearing it out and categorizing it and then moving on to the next section so we can keep it moving. So I think it is important to for people to know, like you said, sometimes mm -hmm. you're organizing a project and then your client wants to tell a story about, yes. you know, why they have five different place settings. Yes. Like, why mm -hmm. do they have five types of different types of dishes, yes. you know? And, um, and I, I think it's definitely important for people to take that into account when they are um, getting organized. Like, that takes up time. Yes. That does. takes up money. You yes. Know, because you're paying for our time to come in and to get the mm -hmm. job done. So right. do you have, um, with your employees, are there um, certain employees that specialize in certain things? Like, is there a person 
who is maybe better at moving the client along. It sounds like you move the client along great. So is that like your kind of default position when you're working with multiple yes. people? So I'm like the default, right? So because even, I, so I subcontract everybody that works for me. So I have organizers that work for me and then I have what I call my helpers. So those are people who know my strategy, they know my process, but they're not organizers. So I can't really leave them in a space by themselves. So, cause they have to be guided. So I have a mixture of those. So the organizers, yes, I have some that specialize in paper. So when I have to do an office or a lot of paper, there is one organizer that I'm gonna call to come and help in those situations. Mm -hmm. <laughs> paper takes time. Oh yeah, oh a yeah. A lot of time. Mm -hmm. Ooh, yeah, that paper. <laughs> she enjoys it. So I'm like, all right, great. So I got a job for you, let's go. <laughs> It's definitely and, not for the faint of heart, right? Like you have yeah. to pack your patience if you're doing paper. <laughs> yes, exactly. You have to have the patience. She loves offices. She loves papers. So I let her do it. And then I have another organizer that contracts for me and she loves closets. So, you know, she can go in a closet, she can do her thing. And then if the client is having issues, then they'll say, Nietzsche, I need you to come in here. So I mean, I'll go in there because I'm more of like the, okay, come on, you got to go. And they'll be like, I can't talk to them like that. I'll be like, that's okay. I can't. <laughs> you got this. <laughs> I got this. I got this. No, no, you got to let that go today. So, <laughs> so that's kind of where I come in and kind of like more the enforcer and kind of help out and just make sure that things are moving along, you know, consistently and things of that nature. So I and I have another organizer. She loves like me. I love garages. Garage is my favorite place in the house. Mm -hmm. And so she likes garages too. So her and one of my helpers, they actually can get through a garage in like no time. I mean, like they start clearing it out and I'm like, dang, y'all done already? Like what? <laughs> so I'm like the Tasmanian devil of the garage. So. <laughs> so they do have some specialties that they do prefer to do. So I try to make sure that they're in those areas that they do like because then they'll enjoy the work more. Um, and then I just kind of come in and help where needed and fill in and, you know, help the client kind of get through the process. So have you ever had a client who is just, just resistant? Like after you start the process and then all of a sudden they're like, wait, no, I don't want to do this anymore. Or, <laughs> or they feel like they're not seeing the results quick enough because you know how sometimes it gets a little bit messy before you right, know, it yeah. gets calm and everything gets back in your place. Have you ever had any clients that are just, you know, a little like, oh, I don't know about this. You got to go. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> so I'll tell you about this one client. <laughs> he is actually a hoot. Like he is probably on the borderline of hoarding. Um, so his wife had hired two organizers prior to me. And she was like, Nietzsche, it didn't work. It didn't work. So we're going to try it out. So I tried it out. So he was, and he's like one of those people who try to test you too. Mm. So we're like going through stuff and he's like, no, he's like, it's in a bin already. I was like, but you still don't need a hundred batteries in a bin. Like, it <laughs> right. like, I don't like, no. And he's like, no, we're going to keep that. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to let this go. So then I get into my negotiation kind of with those type of people. All right. And then I go back to the consultation when they tell me, you know, what their goals were. So, so your goal is to actually have a workbench in this garage and to do some work and put a car in here. We're not going to get there if you continually want to keep all this stuff. So we got to let some stuff go so we can make space for the things that you really want. So I start reminding them of what they already told me. And usually they're kind of come along. So it's really funny because he really does not like to get rid of stuff, but he ends up getting rid of it. Okay. And then he gives me the hardest time ever 
And then after we're done, he's like, oh, that was a great session. And he calls his friends and he's like, I have this great organizer you should use. Like, you know, you do not want to be like them people on hoarders. Like, it is so hilarious. I'm like, you give me the hardest time ever. (laughs) So, you know, I think it's just a matter of listening to them, but then still kind of doing that negotiation and then reminding them of what their goals are. Because what are your goals? Because what am I here for? If right. you're not gonna let me do my job, <laughs> you know. I wonder if he was just trying to make sure you were the real deal because they had two other organizers who, you know, yeah. he told me didn't mesh well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing with our industry. You gotta be, you know, the client is somebody that has to really, you know, be somebody that likes you and that like fits your personality and that type of thing. Because every client is not gonna be your client, and at right. some point in this industry, you have to realize that and be okay with that. And it's totally cool. Cause some people are like, I don't know. We really, I don't know. Yeah. Like at the consultation, I'd be like, mm, I don't know. That's gonna, <laughs> I don't know if this going to work. <laughs> like I could tell by the questions I'm asking you that nothing I say you're going to like, like I'm just, yeah. I don't know. So, and when they don't call back, I'm like, Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. And that's the good thing about our industry growing is, yeah. you know, you'll find an organizer, like if someone's looking for an organizer, you will find someone that fits with your personality. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes. Your personality, what it is you want to do. Like, I'm like, my clients are my clients. And that's what I love about our industry, that it's not a competitive industry. Like, we don't look at each other as each other's competitors. We help each other. Um, More than other organizers have referred me business. Uh, One client that one of uh, the organizers didn't want early on, because she was like, I can't, I can't work with him. So he was like, um, he was an older guy, stayed by himself. He was autistic. Okay. And so she was like, I can't because he has so much porn and stuff there. And oh, so, I was, no. yeah. so I was like, all right, fine, cool. No worries. I'll go in. So I always harass her about this. And I'm like, remember that client I took to you that one time? <laughs> <laughs> and so me and him got along really well. Yeah. But he was very strategic on how he wanted to go through the process. So mm-hmm. it was if I, like he had to be sitting right in front of me. Mm-hmm. He had to touch every single thing that I touched. And then he had to be the one to let it go. Right. So it couldn't be me going through the paper. Like he had this stack of newspapers. He had to go through the newspapers himself. He had to flip through them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she was like, I'm, I can't, I can't do it. So yeah. but me and him had a good time. We meshed. It was cool. That's <laughs> so, great because, you know, it is with a lot of clients too, you have to take your time. And like you said, you know, different personalities mesh. And, you know, for yeah. someone like him, especially someone being on the spectrum, mm-hmm. then you definitely have to take your time. You can't just you know, go in and just touch their stuff and say, you're getting rid of this. Right, know? yeah. Because you don't know, like, what kind of, you know, meltdown they could possibly have. Right. Um, so it's just, you know, just, you know, letting go gently, which I think you clearly yeah. did for him, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'll get that. You know, you have those who are, you know, I had one client once, she was like, shit, Nietzsche, no, I'm not getting rid of that. I was like, okay, cool. All right, I'm back off now. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we went through, but she was like, okay, but I will get rid of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, okay, that works for me. Like, let's just yeah. get through it. But you, you know, you gotta let go of some of this stuff in order to make space for the things that you really want. You know what I mean? So I love that. So what can you tell me what is the biggest job you've ever had? Like, I don't know if it's a big a big house, like a lot of square footage. And how long did it take you? So we had one of our big two-day jobs. And so when I went in, I said, you know what? This is probably going to be four days Mm. (laughs) because I wasn't, because it was an older couple. They had been in their house for like 30 some years. Their kids were adults now. 
and they kids had moved to San Antonio and they were going to sell their house. So they were looking to sell, pack it up and then move to San Antonio. They had bought a house closer to their kids because they're getting older now. And so, so the wife was like, when we, when I did the consultation, she was like sitting on the couch. And so she was like, yeah, I got some stuff. The dining room, you could not walk in. So she was like a collector of, I forgot the name of it, but some type of ornaments or something. Mm -hmm. So it was literally like she would order it, leaving it, like she never even took it out of the box. So the whole dining room, you couldn't even walk in. It was full of those boxes. And, and so it was stuff everywhere. They had about eight cats. Wow. I've been there where, yeah. <laughs> where, you know, clients have had a lot of cats. So I understand. I understand. Yes. So I was like, mm. and so the husband was kind of like, yeah, we really need to get rid of this. We need to do this. And so the wife was kind of like the resistant one. And the husband I could tell was more like, I want to do this, but I'm, I don't know because I know my wife wants to keep it kind of thing. So you kind of assess these things when you're with people. So to me, that was like the big, cause I was like, how are we going to approach this? So what I did was I split them up. So I said, hey, do you mind if your husband makes all the decisions for the kitchen, the laundry, and the garage? She said, whatever he wants to do in there, he can do it. And when I say he was as happy as a cat, he was getting rid of all kinds of stuff. And that's so smart. That that's, all a, yeah. that's a smart strategy. I'll have to use that. I've <laughs> yeah. never, I've never yeah, done gotta, that, but that's smart. Yeah, you got to split them up sometimes. And so she had, okay, she was like, all right, I'll make the decisions in here, in this space, and this will be, you know, what I decide on. And if there was anything he questioned, then we would just take it to the wife, which were probably like five things. Everything else, he was like, go, go, go. <laughs> so, you know, so we, we would go in there, we would take her, because she wouldn't move. She wouldn't come to the spaces we were working in. So we had to bring everything out of all the other spaces, like the dining room, to the living room for her to look at. I was like, you're going to be here all day. You're going to never leave. And then cats start popping out of places. We had never seen the cats before. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we're not going to get through this. And we ended up finishing the house in three days. Okay. Okay. So, and that worked. And they were so ecstatic. And they had bought a pod for us to put all the stuff in. So we organized all the stuff in the pod so they could move. And she, I mean, she was like as giddy as she was so excited about the process and really happy. The husband, you could tell like a weight was like lifted off of his shoulder. I mean, like he went to the master bedroom and started pulling out stuff. <laughs> he was like, this can go, it can go. Like he was just excited to be able to make those decisions and let it go. So to me, that was like one of the hardest ones because I wasn't sure how we were going to get through that, but we, we made it through. <laughs> so to this day, that was like the biggest job ever. Biggest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what are some of your favorite products like do you have go-to products after you do these um you know these big house cleanouts? do you have any go-to products that you use for your clients or that you recommend for them to get um so i always recommend or get i love clear bins i always have because you can see what you have um, I always make it a point to ask customers though, um, when I meet with them, do you prefer visible or do you prefer hitting, you know, um, mm -hmm. containers? Cause some people do want the stuff behind in a container that they can't see, but they know what's in the container. So I always make it a point to ask them that I prefer clear. Cause I need, I think people need to see what they have. 
Um, so there are certain things that I like. I love the clear shoe boxes at the container store. It's one of my favorite because you can use them in so many different spaces in the house, from the bathroom to the pantry to the kitchen to cabinets. So they're multi-use. Again, things that regular people don't think of. Like right. the, just because it's in the closet section doesn't mean it has to be used in the closet. Right. So, <laughs> so that's where we come in. Um, so I love those containers. Um, magazine holders I like those too because I use those in different spaces as well so my big thing when it comes to products is I love things that are multifunctional so products that I can purchase and I can use it in a number of different ways so that's my biggest go-to type of products uh, when I look for products when I go to buy something it's always like how can we use this in different ways I'm a big multifunctional type of organizer where I love those type of products like I just got some containers from container store the home edits containers for the refrigerator mm -hmm. and we use those to organize the medicine cabinet okay so you know I'm all about you know how can we use this in a different way um what can we do different about it of course I love the felt hangers that's my favorite go-to for the closet I'm like mine too mine too yeah. and I love the ones at bed bath and beyond and the reason, because they're multifunctional. You get a box of 50, you can use your coupon, and the hanger has a part for your scarf or your belt, and they actually have hooks on them. So they have three different things. You can use it for the shirt and the pants, one hanger. So you don't have to buy all these different type of hangers. So I always go to Ben Bath for my felt hangers because they're multifunctional hangers. <laughs> That's a good tip because I just get mine from the container store. So oh, let me yeah. head on right. over to Bed Bath & Beyond now. <laughs> yeah. Go to Bed Bath. And then Bed Bath has the different colors. So mm -hmm. I've done, you know, cream. I've done gray. I've done black. But the hangers are all, you know, for pants and for shirts. And it has those extra little compartments on that one hanger that you can do different stuff with. So yeah, Bed Bath is definitely the place to be. Yes. <laughs> so Nitra. What has been your greatest achievement as a professional organizer? Mm. I would say my greatest achievement would be mentoring new organizers and seeing their businesses grow. So, mm -hmm. you know, because I know when I first started, um, there wasn't a whole bunch of organizers who were willing to you know, give advice and maybe because I just didn't meet the, the ones I needed to. Right. Um, but, you know, me and a small group of other women all started at the same time. And we're all still really good friends today. We actually meet every other week. <laughs> and so, um, so, you know, those are like my go-to. Like we share advice, we share documents, all that kind of stuff. So for me, when somebody calls me and says, hey, I'm looking at being an organizer, like I don't mind giving them information and tips and you know what to do when you start your business things like I just give that for free because mm -hmm. I mean at the end of the day you're going to create and find your own way but seeing them succeed in the industry really do well in the industry I think is one of the biggest things for me because I love to give back and that's me to give it back and people are like you should charge if you're going to be a mentor I'm like yeah you know I'm good like <laughs> I don't even want to come up with another business plan for that like I just like, here you go, here's the information, call me if you need something else, you know? So, and, and they fly away and they do great or either, you know, they can always reach out to me for advice or anything and I'm totally okay with that. It's not something I'm doing with them on, you know, weekly basis, so. <laughs> but I think for me, that's like the biggest, biggest accomplishment to be able to be in a position to even help other organizers and give them advice. I love that. I love it, love it, love it. So, Nitra, tell everyone how they can find out more information about you. 
So of course, they can always find me on my website, organizinglifestyles.com. Find me on Instagram, the queen of organizing or Facebook organizing lifestyles as well. So you can always reach out to me in any of those three platforms um, to try to communicate, connect with me. I'm going to do better with posting on social media, but I'm getting <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I'm the same way with social media. We're trying. <laughs> we're trying. We're trying. We're going to get there. I'm going to get those after pictures to you. <laughs> People are like, oh, I'll be like, I do a video of like something I bought in the store and they're like, we want to see the after. And I'm like, crap, but the, I don't go back to the client for like another week and then I forget and I'm like, oh, yeah. I <laughs> I, I'm right there with you. I completely yeah. understand. <laughs> Nitra, thank you so much. It has been so fun having you on. And I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us on Organize Me Radio. Yes, thank you for having me. It has been a joy. I have totally enjoyed it. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on Organize Me Radio. Make sure to tune in next time for an all-new episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. And make sure you follow me on all social media platforms. And remember, get organized, go further. You're listening to Organize Me Radio. I'm Naima Ford-Goldson.